McDonald's se está transformando en el mundo anime de McDonald's y te trae la nueva savory chili McDonald's sauce. Los mejores sabores se unen en esta legendaria salsa para que tus 10-piece chicken wackduggets, papitas y Sprite se conviertan en un meal ultra poderoso. Desbloquea un manga con tu meal y disfruta de un corto de anime cada semana. Solo en McDonald's. Badabababa, go! En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado hasta agotar existencias. Ay, 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 ay. Hola amor. Hola cariño. Y bienvenidos a Uy, qué horror. Latinx Horror Movie Podcast. Eileen, I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. Just tripping on my words at the top of the year, everybody. Happy New Year. We are hungover. We are a mess and a disaster. That's not true. You know it. Yep. Uh, hey, Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year! May all the something be forgotten and be forgotten and all sang hine. That's We've not it. We've subjected our listeners to two episodes so far of just full singing, and yeah. you know what? You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. You are welcome. These stellar voices <laughs> singing into your ears. Yeah, I, I know mean, you a love treat. it. A treat. Mariah who? <laughs> Mariah Carey. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. There's uh, a lamb in the room. <laughs> uh, how are you doing over there? I'm doing okay. Uh, we're just... Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with our listeners. We're doing a we're doing yeah. a double record today, so hence why you still hear. I am not. I have not been sick this long. Uh, I still. I we're just doing the same day kind of vibe because you know we're trying to be responsible podcasters and mm-hmm. on our shit constantly yeah. providing. Yeah, we want to make sure you all have something to listen to in the new year. So yeah. we did a little, we've never done this before. We did a double record. Um, and we we both picked short films because yes. we are busy, busy bees this year. Well, you are. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so busy that my, I'm so like tired that my right eye has not stopped. You know how like when you get tired, yes. your eyes will twitch. My right eye is just like. For a week now, a week, and I'm like, well, you're just gonna have to stay. You're just gonna have to stay that way. Doesn't that mean that like if something's twitching, it's like it means you're tired? When I think that's what the case is. A ghost in your eyelid. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably what it is, honestly. But we make it happen around here. We keep things moving. We picked two short films this week, and I gotta say, I think we both picked good. Yeah, we're we're giving you good stuff on the holidays. So at, that at least that, guys, we can't promise it every year. We can't promise no. it throughout the year, but we can promise it at least right now for these holiday times. We did a good job. This, I mean, we didn't do shit. The people yeah. who direct, <laughs> who wrote and directed these films, we did absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, the people who wrote and directed these films, they did a lot of work. Oh yeah. And Eileen and, and Johnny come in, and we're like, we'll talk about this. Uh, but I think we we picked well. So Agreed. if you have not listened to Eileen talking about Diabla, pause, go back, listen to that one first because she fucking nailed it. Such a great short film. Thank you. 
And now mm-hmm. we are going to talk about the movie that I picked for this week that I am very excited about. I won't lie to you. I was like, oh, I'm very impressed at the level of production of this short film. Uh, yeah. So I picked the short film Tres Versos from Mexico. We both did Mexico uh, yeah. for our short films. This is from 2016. It is written and directed by Antonio Yi. More mm-hmm. on this person later. And I'm so excited to talk about this person. Yes. All right, everybody. Um, so before we get into the fun stuff, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review, or your New Year's resolutions won't come true. Oh, um, we simply cannot have that. <laughs> and let's get into some titulos de terror. Yes. So this movie gave me heavy, heavy, insidious vibes. Okay. The Conjuring too, but more insidious vibes. Mm-hmm. So I picked Insidious as my titulo de terror that it's the okay, hello everybody knows this fucking movie from 2010 everybody 2010 everybody wow. knows it so in Spanish it was mostly known as La Noche del Demonio or if you're from Chile just Demonio <laughs> and <laughs> in Portuguese it was known as or it is known as Sobrenatural Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah. So there you go, everybody. Love it. All right. So let's get a synopsis from you and dive right in. Oh, this is from IMDb. Thank you so much, IMDb, Mm -hmm. for being a place. A girl reaches a psychic looking for help after a ghost besieges her home. (gasps) Besieges. Mm. Besieges. We are. Fancy words here. (laughs) Fucking Yale English. Okay, let's get into Tres Versos. Mm -hmm. A phone rings, Mm. but not just any phone. This is like an old school rotary phone, everybody. Yeah. A black gloved hand picks it up, and with her back to us, a woman says, ¿A qué se debe una llamada tan altas horas de la noche? And when I'm wow, telling you, good job. That it's pretty close just to that. Like her, pretty close. Two things already. <laughs> Tell me. One, when this gloved hand appears to pick yes. up the phone, mm. it made me think of. I don't know if you've seen this because you're not on the internet as much as I am, but there is a video of a woman who has two dogs on the couch with her one of which you can't really see, and the other one is she's reaching out to it so that he can put his paw. She's like, here, give me paw to the dog. Uh And the dog that's off screen (laughs) puts his little paw instead on her paw. (laughs) But the way that he does it is like it comes in, it's like delicately placed onto her hand. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the dog from TikTok. So I I laughed so hard because it immediately went there in my brain. And I was like, I mean, you are on the Internet too much. It made me laugh so hard. I do not know uh, what mean video you're talking about, but I love it. And I do think that is an important thing to establish here, though, is that um, this woman's movements are very um, 
specific and like yes. dancerly and you know I I like those choices here so agree more on that later yeah and then the second thing is this voice I was like well, la gran oh. puta la garganta puta sounds like puta. me now señora híjole <laughs> a qué se debe puta okay <laughs> you did such a good job at that <laughs> I was like should I commit to this bit the entire time yeah. I can't do it I won't be able to speak. <laughs> and whenever you can you should <laughs> So we hear this scratchy-voiced woman saying this, and then on the other end, we hear a frightened young woman say, am I speaking with Marjorie? Marjorie, pero Marjorie en esta Marjorie. película. Y la Marjorie responds, vidente del pasado, presente y futuro. <laughs> Which means, uh, you know, seer of past, present, and future. So la Marjorie is a, a medium. Vidente, a medium, yes. We now cut to this young woman on the other end. This is Greta. And uh, into the phone, she says, my friend Regina said you could help us. And next to her sits another young woman. La Marjorie responds, I'm listening, so just tell me what happened. We got our title card, Tres Versos. Hmm. So three young women in wigs. Wigs. Wigga Morris, girl. Wigga Morris. <laughs> Wigs. These. Now, I it it will all make sense later. <laughs> but I was like, you the the, wigs. the the audacity of these wigs. Wiggery. Yes. I mean, wow. Wow. So um in come these wigs. <laughs> And and also these young women in their wigs are also they're wearing like we are not good at placing like time. But no. I was like, 20s? This 30s? feels very even later. Gothic to me. Like almost Victorian. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It was Girl. it's way back when. It's enough for you to have a phone and a television time, but also everything right. is so dark and there's a lot of lace and like yes, uh, lace. One, one of the wigs is just like big Shirley Temple curls, basically. Totally, totally. And then another yeah. one is finger wave. So I'd say mm. 20s sure. is a good idea. Sure. So these three wigs walk into Margeri's psychic <laughs> parlor room. So it's Greta, this young woman who made the call to Margeri, we've seen her before, and Catalina, who they called Kathy. So I just called her Kathy throughout the movie. Kathy, pero Kathy. Uh-huh. And Greta and Kathy are like holding each other. They're terrified. And at their side is Regina. So they sit and Greta asks Margeri, uh... Why are you wearing that? And we finally see Margeri's face, but it is not quite a face. It is a white mask painted to look as if it's done up in makeup. Like it's got these big painted eyelashes, like painted on brows, blushed cheeks, like a lipstick, red lips, but like almost smeared. It's very creepy and all askew. Yeah. Very, very creepy. Tourist trap. Yes. Oh, my God. Totally tourist trappy. Yeah. 
Y la Marjorie responds, well, a long time ago, Marjorie lost her eyes. If she can't see the dead, the dead shouldn't see Marjorie. And also she's got like this kind of like thick head of curly hair that's kind of like tied up. And she's wearing, again, <laughs> Victorian, black lace. question mark, Girl. a black lace old school dress. Marjorie asks the girls to pay up for their session, and as Kathy is reaching some cash out to her, Marjorie suddenly grabs her little wrist and says to her, such envy with a pretty face like that. Now, that startled me, but I was also like, I don't think that, I was like, ooh, this will tie in somewhere. I don't think it does unless i'm missing something i don't think so either i didn't understand that i was hoping that you would be able to like give me some more on that but i was like you know because like upon repeated viewings i was like no i don't i don't get why she called her out like that whatever it startled me i was like oh a little grab of the wrist me too so la marjorie asks this girl what what's your name and greta responds well that's Kathy. she's my sister ella lo vio she saw it Marjorie, Marjorie, I'm not going to say Marjorie. It's It's Marjorie. It's Marjorie in Spanish. I won't say Marjorie porque (laughs) ellas dicen Marjorie. 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 Entonces, la Marjorie turns to the other girl sitting there and is like, What's your name? And the girl says, Mi nombre es Regina. This is Regina. The makeup on this girl? Oh my God. Beat. She is. Beat. porcelain yeah like like she like, looks like a doll yeah yeah but also she's mm-hmm. it's she seems 15 maybe 16 max yeah and yeah. the face is of a 35 year old woman because I mean, it's an inch black of makeup lipstick it's oh my like God, yeah it's again this 20s vibe of like a, a downturned brow mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. just like eyes and then cupid's bow lips yes yeah. and she's got she's the one with the finger wave hair right wave. right 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 and and like i'm just like you look too young to be dressed up as like a fucking full adult ass woman but here you are absolutely here you are so Marjorie turns to Greta and she's like, okay, tell me, why are you here? What happened in that house? It all started a few weeks ago, says Greta. Noises, voices, my jewelry started to disappear. These aren't unexplainable things, but what happened yesterday, I can't explain. Y la Regina, this fucking Cupid's bow done up makeup girl, turns to <laughs> Greta and forcefully says to her, Greta, tell her. Isola Greta continues, our parents were away for a few days and we were home alone, so I decided to invite invite my boyfriend over. Invite my boyfriend over. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to invite my boyfriend over. (laughs) I invited him. him. I'll say when she said my boyfriend, I was like, bitch, you're nine. But I don't. This child? I think okay. it's because of that like Shirley Temple wig. I was like, yeah. I think I think she's dressed a little opposite she's dressed of like Regina. A little girl. Yeah, opposite yeah. of Regina, who looks like a fifty-five-year-old woman going yeah. through menopause. La fucking Greta is like, you're probably also sixteen or fifteen. Sure, but you look like. You're, it's you're, just the way they're done. Like I'm pretty sure her dress is pink. Like she looks yeah. like a, they they all look like a little dolls. dolls. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
So she's like, we were home alone, decided to call my boyfriend over and bam, we cut to this actually kind of startling reveal of that moment in the Phantom of the Opera when the Phantom's mask is pulled off and his face is revealed. I had a little mini jump there. Yeah, totally. It's loud. It's startling. And so we see that Kathy is watching this movie. She's scared by it. And behind her on the couch, Greta and her boyfriend, Carlos, are just smooching away. Smooching. So Kathy's like, well, for, fuck this. So she goes to the kitchen and she begins to spoon some popcorn into a bowl when the lights go out. And she hears a voice whisper, Kathy, which was creepy. No, no. And then she rushes no. to the light switch, turns the lights back on, and she says, Ha ha. Ha ha. <laughs> Very funny, Greta. Back to spooning popcorn into a bowl, and ooh, the lights turn off again. And now the whispering voice says, Mirame, Kathy. No. Look at me, Kathy. Oh, yo, 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 yo. No, 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 no. Y la Kathy rushes to the switch. She turns the lights on again, and she's like, Greta, stop it, or I'm going to tell Dad that Carlos was here. She grabs her bowl of popcorn when the lights begin to like start to flicker. They're turning off. Y la Kathy dice, ya, basta. She switches the lights back on. And then the table in the middle of this kitchen flies at her, mm. like slamming into this poor little girl. Yeah. And the, the whispering voice is now screaming, mirame. Damn. I know. I fucking jumped. Whoa. I was not yeah. expecting this. Y la Greta y el Carlos outside, they're like, what the fuck? They rush in. They pull the table off of Kathy, who was like terrified, crouched on the floor. Her hands are bloody, I guess, because she like smashed the popcorn bowl or algo. Oh, no sure. Pe. I was like, how right? did her hands get bloody? But that's she, what I, I, you don't really see. Yeah. I assume that's what happened because that, like, that table smashes Smacks into her. her yeah. yeah. And so La Greta's like, who did this to you? Who did this? And then we cut back to Marjorie's psychic parlor. So back in the parlor, Greta says, why won't it leave us in peace? And La Marjorie says, because it cannot find peace for itself. This entity was not ready to leave its physical body. So now it searches in rage for what the world owes it. Life. This abusive spirit only wants to be seen, to be recognized. So let's give it what it wants and let's face it. And so Marjorie is terrifying, by the way. Oh, yeah. You have to remember that she's like, she's not saying it like I'm saying it. She's like, and she's like, the face is horrible. And again, reminder that every movement she's making, like her hands are flickering, like, yes. And it's just, it's so intense, and I'm just like, every time you see her full face, I'm just like, ah, this horrible yeah. mask. It's a great performance, I must say, totally. even though we don't see the face. It's great. It's a great physical performance. Yeah. And so La Marjorie tears a tablecloth off of the table that they're all sitting in front of, and it reveals a spirit board table. Which mm-hmm. I thought was so cool. Like cool. it's not a, it's not the table is actually a spirit board. Such yeah. a cool uh, reveal choice here. I think. Yeah, it was so great. Totally. And Kathy is like, no, no, no. She turns to Greta and she's like, girl, please, let's go. I do not <laughs> like this. Y la Marjorie dice, bueno, go ahead. 
Marchense, but this entity will follow you and you might not be as lucky the next time it decides to attack. So put your hands on the indicator, which they all do. And the indicator meaning like, you know, like the the Ouija the, the part movie of it. thing in the middle of the Ouija board, you know? Yeah. La Margeri dice, obey every word I say. Under no circumstance should we break this circle, which that's what it says in the subtitles. But she says, don't get up from the table. But basically uh-huh. just is like, don't you go anywhere or you're going to fuck it all up. And she says, repite con Margeri los tres versos. So mm. here are the three verses. I ask for permission to cross over with those who no longer live. I give permission to those who no longer live to cross over with me. And to any detestable entity, I order you to stay in this house. So they all say the tres versos and the indicator begins to move around the table. How many entities are in this room? Asks Margeri. The indicator lands on a number. Five. Four bodies, five souls, says Margeri. What's your name? I demand to know your name. And then suddenly, shit's crazy. Things to begin to move on their own. The light of oy, the, oy, the oy. light above them is like kind of swaying. There's a wheelchair in the corner that begins to kind of roll forward. Books on the shelves are flying off. Flying. And in Latin, Margeri screams to the dead in a dead language, what is your name? Now I was like, oh, I should write this in Latin. But at the same time, I was like, no, I don't. I'm not going to fuck with that. No, I was like, no, I don't think you need I'm to. Cool. Yeah, I was like, I don't need to say that. Feels like a spell. I'm not going to fuck with that. Shout out to sweet Aiden from Suhto, who who was like, I don't say devil names or any of the names in there because uh, I learned from Aiden that I was like, let's just not fuck with this no. right here. Mejor, no, I'm cool. <laughs> So finally, the indicator begins to land on letters P, E, R, L, and then whoosh, it flies off the table. Perla, says Greta, pero la Marjorie says shh, and she slowly is pointing at something behind them. Mm-mm. And we start to hear whispering, and then boo! A figure walks by behind the girls. Ilakati, terrified, jumps out of her seat into Greta's lap. And Kati's chair flies, flies into the distance. Out of this film forever. Like it Goodbye. quickness, it is gone. Into space. I wrote, <laughs> you shit, you stupid kid. You broke the circle. Oh, you broke the circle. I, might, I mean, I get it. This is terrifying. But that chair flying, I was like, that was, <laughs> that was fucking cool. I loved that. For sure. Y la Marjorie starts to scream. She's like, no, you broke the circle. You've let them in. Y de repente, the place is alive. The spirit board table is shaking. A fucking record player begins to play like this old timey jazzy tune on its own. (laughs) The light fixture above them is swaying in the breeze. Greta looks around and ghosts begin to appear where they're behind curtains they're coming in the door smiling at them and then finally a sheet tears off a mirror on the wall y la Marjorie dice they have found us the mirror shatters on its own shit gets even crazier like a ghost woman literally comes out from underneath the table they're sitting at another ghost 
pops up screaming behind them and then just like disappears into the dark. And then we get this amazing shot as the camera like circles, pans around them all sitting at the table. And we see all the ghosts in this room almost like posed. Yeah. Just standing around them. And they're all like grunting and gurgling, screaming, growling. It. I loved this cool shot. First of all, all the ghosts that we see have horrible, horrible yeah. faces. Yeah. They are terrifying. And the way they're screaming, they're getting into these little girls' faces and being like, ¿Por qué me mataste? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, a la gran puta, imaginate you're sitting there up and close. just fucking up close. ¿Y yeah. por qué? And I'm just like, oh, híjole, no. Yo, sáquenme de aquí ahorita. I am Gatti, okay? I am oh, like, totally. I'm on that chair flying into space, yeah. all right? Yeah. I fucking... But- the costume design is great. Oh, the ghosts look so cool. Everything I looks loved so it. cool. The visual part of this, like everything is musty, old. Again, gothic is the only word I can think of. It's this browns and like maroons and just everybody is, ugh, it's, it looks so good. And this spinning shot of them is just like, let's take in every inch of this because we have spent time and money to meticulously make this place look terrifying i'm gonna show you every fucking pocket of terror that i have here i love it my favorite was like in this spinny pan camera shot they're too i like i know i said pose but i'm like they might as well be voguing like striking a pose in the corner back there i loved it yeah totally Y la Marjorie dice, Perla Ente Detestable. Ente? Entity? Is that what it is? Ente. Wow. She says, I bind you to this house. But then all of a sudden, Marjorie's face drops like forcefully and her mask falls onto the table. But her thick, curly hair has, you know, come undone and it's shielding her face from the girls. Marjorie, says Greta, as she's like slowly reaching her hand out to her. And then, bam, Marjorie lifts her head. She reveals this old, withered woman's face. And the three girls, of course, jump up in fear. (laughs) Fucking Greta's chair also flies to Mars. Again. Out into space. Are you looking for a place to sit (laughs) while you're in Jupiter? Well, good luck. Two chairs are there. Goodbye. McDonald's se está transformando en el mundo anime de McDonald's. Y te trae la nueva savory chili McDonald's sauce. Los mejores sabores se unen en esta legendaria salsa para que tus 10-piece chicken wackduggets, papitas y Sprite se conviertan en un meal ultrapoderoso. Desbloquea un manga con tu meal y disfruta de un corto de anime cada semana. Solo en McDonald's. Badabababa, go! En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado hasta agotar existencias. And these girls freak out, they all run away. Y la Marjorie seems to like be crying in her chair, but no, she's laughing. Mm-hmm. She pulls off her wig and the withered old woman mask to reveal a man in drag. Drag queen. This is a drag queen. Yeah. Whoa. She pulls out a cigarette, which she lights and smokes. The table starts to shake again. And she says, ya se fueron tarado. <laughs> she says, and to her side, a sheet pulls away to reveal a man in a closet pulling a bunch of strings. 
he stops. And then all of the quote unquote ghosts that we saw before peek out. My favorite shot. Okay. I didn't see it coming. I also didn't. I get that it's like, I don't know. It just, it's so obvious, I guess, but I just love, it was funny. Yeah. Just them like peeking out all the ghosts. Because we see the dude like pulling strings and doing yeah. like, it reminded me of Howl's, not, I'm so sorry, of uh, Spirited Away, the guy in the, mm-hmm. in the fucking, uh, in the coal room where he's like has a thousand arms pulling things and dropping things and doing it. And he like stops. And then from every side of the door at the <laughs> same time, simultaneously, it was a dance move. They all are yeah. like. Hello? And it was hilarious. I laughed so hard. And on top of that, so this looks to me like a teeny little closet, but like a clown car. They all start to just fall out out of this (laughs) fucking ghost closet. So good. I loved this. Loved it. So the guy in this closet pulling all the strings, his name is Roy. And he comes out of this little secret ghost closet La Marjorie stands up. She takes off her dress, which she like tosses to the floor, and she she demands wash the dress. And she says to him, "I don't need to include this, but I will because I loved it." She says, "Don't ever bring me these shitty cigarettes ever again." (laughs) Te pedí minas no grandons. I don't know what the fuck label of cigarette of old school cigarettes these are, but I love this shit. She's just chewing the scenery up in here. It's so good. Yeah. She pays him, which I was like, oh, that's nice. And she says to him, don't you come to bed till this place is sparkling. Love her. Oh, yes. All right. La Margie. I love that. La Margie? La Margie. <laughs> La Margie. In love forever. <laughs> it's the next night. Marjorie's phone rings again. So she sits in her chair and she picks it up. <laughs> so we're getting, you know. Same shtick. Right. You know, she's got her she's got her thing. She's sticking to it. It's how she makes her money. On the other end, it's Greta again. Marjorie says, Greta, it's me. I just wanted to thank you and to apologize for what happened yesterday. But whatever you did, it worked. There are no noises, voices, nada. Y la Marjorie dice, oh, honey, pero Marjorie still has to do a limpia on you, of course. And of course, at a very good price to make sure Mm -hmm. that no mala vibra went with you. The three of you have to come back. Y Greta responds, the three of us? You mean me and Kathy? Y la Marjorie dice, yes, you, your sister, and that friend of yours, Regina. Regina? Greta says, I don't know what you're talking about, Marjorie. Regina wasn't with us last night. My sister and I went to your house alone. No one else was with us. Of course she was with you, says Marjorie. But then she stops and she has a flashback to last night. The camera pans around the three of them at the spirit board table in this flashback. And it reveals that there is no Regina sitting there with them. On her end of the phone, Greta hears a whisper. Aquí estoy, Marjorie. Uh-oh. And then back with Marjorie, she too hears this whisper. Aquí estoy. Mírame, Marjorie, mírame. And behind Marjorie, we see the shadow of a figure appear. 
So Marjorie turns around in her, in her chair to look, pero nada. Roy, she calls out, nada. She turns back around, y boo! There's what? Regina with a horrible, like, weeping face. Horrible. Screaming at Marjorie, mírame! Blackout, fin de la película. Great job. Now, I have a question, though, because mm -hmm. at the top of the movie, Greta calls Marjorie y dice, my friend Regina told me to call you. Uh-huh. So I'm like, wait, what? What happened here? So the ghost that was haunting the girls was like, I'm haunting you. You need to get in touch with this person. So they got in touch with Marjorie, and that seems to be... Regina Ghost's way of getting to Marjorie? Is that what we're talking about here? It seems as though, I mean, mm -hmm. I think either 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 Regina was a ghost pretending to be a friend that the girls mm. didn't realize she was a ghost. Ah. And uh and then eventually she's like went over to Marjorie, who knows for what purpose, or a ghost slash demon took the body and or the the presence of a friend of the girls and sure. just to like trick Marjorie in general so that she could get to Marjorie. I don't think we ever we ever know what the purpose of the ghost is to get yeah. to Marjorie. Yes. But but yeah, I think that's the point for us to speculate wildly. And also, I, I like what you said about the fact that Regina does not, like, she literally says, like, oh, Regina wasn't with us that night. Like, it seems like they don't know that she is an entity, you know? They don't know that this is a threat. So, like, either whether Regina's a ghost, a demon, whatever, to the girls, they don't re realize she is dangerous. They don't know she's the one who's causing all this spooky stuff. Right. Ah, interesting. All right. Well, uh, let's get into some trivia. Yeah. So my trivia is literally only about our director, Antonio Yi, a.k.a. Vander Von Odd. Mm. Now, Vander Von Odd is a drag performer, uh, and you're going to find out all about them right now. I, love it. Uh, I don't know if they still go by Antonio Yi or if that's their dead name or not. I couldn't find uh -huh. any uh, information uh, that specifically says uh, yes or no. But I'm just going to read the, the stuff that I have um, or that I've found. Um, and hopefully that's all kosher. Great. Their website, VanderVonOdd.com, in their About section, says here, Vander Von Odd was born and raised in a small conservative border town where their only escape were their books and the horror section of the video rental store. <laughs> Empowered by anti-heroes, villains, witches, and monsters, Vander is most inspired by the dichotomy in these, good and evil logic and superstition, masculine and feminine. Vander is a filmmaker and a drag artist who competed on season one of the Boulay Brothers' Dragula and was crowned the world's first drag super monster. So oh, you can love. see them 
performing on Dragula, which is gaining so much popularity. You can see it on Shudder. It's basically RuPaul's Drag Race, but for like spooky drag queens. And it's unbelievable. So good. Very spooky ooky. I can't uh, believe I haven't watched it yet. I'm a fool. I, I need to get on, on it. Honestly, I'm freaking shocked that you haven't. Yeah, it's like been right up my alley, but I just haven't, I haven't made the time yet. Yeah, totally. Uh, I just want to say, like, the welcome page of Vander Von Odd's uh, website is a black screen and a really teeny tiny coffin filled with dried roses and their face just like all in white, like black eyelids. But then the eyes are white and red. It's it's the most Ooh. it's one of the most beautiful shots I've ever seen. Beautiful. It's so, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love. So I found an article on gaytimes.co.uk called Dragula Champion Vander Von Odd Believes There's Power in Sticking Out by Daniel McGarry. Vander Von Odd is one of the most exciting faces of alternative drag and proof that the art form isn't a one-size-fits-all box. The genderqueer performer Mm. took home the crown on the first season of the Boulay Brothers' Dragula, the gritty little sister of reality show behemoth RuPaul's Drag Race, throwing a middle finger to glam, decorum, and heteronormative expectations, and they've continued to shock the world with their horror-inspired looks and performances in the years since. Quote, there was a huge pressure to be palatable in order to be employable when I first started out, Vander says, when we ask if they faced opposition for being an alternative queen. While they're celebrated for their aesthetic now, they know not everyone is so lucky and they want to change that. Quote, Dragula celebrated me and my work in its raw form and so that pressure immediately melted away. I hardly ever face criticism now, but I was on a TV show and that expedited my career and gave me a following and the privileges that came with that were immediately apparent. I may no longer face that criticism, but others definitely do. We spoke to Vander about the rise in popularity of alternative drag, what effect they think RuPaul's Drag Race has had on queer scenes, and why all types of drag are valid. So I just want to say... I mean, when we saw those wigs, now we know. I mean, yes. Well, that's that's what I was like. This will all tie in in the end. The fucking wigs. Hello. Wigs. Yeah. Wigs. Okay. Wigs. So Gay Times asks, how did you first get into the drag scene? The traditional way. I went to as many shows and events as I could in drag, took every tip spot and unpaid gig that came my way until I started to make a name for myself. About a year and a half in, the Boulay Brothers' Dragula happened, and it fast-tracked my career immensely. The shots in this article, by the way, oh, so beautiful. Gorgeous. Gay Times asks, where do you get your inspiration from? I grew up in a very small border town in the desert. I had no access to the internet or life outside of my town, for that matter. What we did have was a mom-and-pop video store, a small movie theater, and a public library. Guys. Save the public library, please. Mm. I coveted movies and books because they expanded the very limited possibilities of my reality. And so I fell in love with storytelling. Now, as a filmmaker and a drag artist, it's my job to tell stories and I build them through the lens of all the stories that fueled me. 
Gay Times asks, what's the most important message you want to share through your drag? It's a message of autonomy, of empowerment, of self, and of shamelessness. I think drag performance at its core forces us to bear our truths and face our fears, and it takes a certain kind of nerve to get in drag and step out into the world and onto a stage. It's a powerful statement of self, and that's what I connect with in my drag in any drag performer, regardless of genre or style. When I'm on stage, I am a god, and I am my own best creation. What a great sentence mm. that is. I think everyone should allow themselves to feel this way. Gay Times asks, you've mentioned before that you're very inspired by Barbette. Do you think younger generations have a responsibility to learn about historic queer figures like them? More importantly, I think it's our responsibility to share this knowledge and encourage young people to seek out queer history. I've had many a queen roll their eyes at me when I didn't catch a reference or recognize a name. It deters people from wanting to know, and so I make a conscious effort to make people feel excited about historic queer figures and events. A few of my heroes are Silvia Rivera, Barbette, and Fakir Musafar, and I would encourage anyone to look into their incredible lives. Gay Time says, of course, we don't expect you to appear on Drag Race, which I mean, I don't think you should phrase it like that, but OK. But <laughs> but what is your relationship with the show? What impact do you think it's had on the drag scene? For me, it's clearly had both positive and negative repercussions. It's a situation where you take the bad with the good. There's no denying that Drag Race has thrust drag back into the public spotlight and drag artists by large have benefited from the uprising in interest. That being said, commercializing an art form cannot go without consequence. And I think shows like the Boulay Brothers Dragula are shifting the culture and the attention onto the vast and diverse beast that it's always been. Gay Times asks, how important do you think it is to have shows like Dragula that celebrate alternative types of drag and queer performers? I can summarize this in one recurring anecdote. I've been booked in many cities, particularly conservative or pageant-heavy cities, where alt-drag artists have approached me and said the exact same thing. Quote, no one ever booked me in my town until Dragula happened. Wow. I mean, their artistry is ridiculous. I mean, go to their website and see this shot that I'm looking at. It's so fucking cool. Uh, Also, follow them on Instagram. Obviously, you're going to find so much there. Uh, Their handle is Vander Von Odd. V-O-N Odd. Not Mm -hmm. (laughs) I kept typing V-A-N, not Van. Von. Got it. Um. And it's unbelievably beautiful. You can also find them on YouTube on several different fun uh, pages of with other famous drag queens. You can see them on Very Delta, which is very fun. You can see them on uh, Bob the Drag Queen's first first impressions. <laughs> uh, and also they used to perform on Sasha Velour's Nightgowns, so, which is um, somewhere you can, I believe you can find it streaming on Hulu. Uh, there's some, 
it's either Hulu or Showtime that has Nightgown, Sasha Velour's actual show. Uh-huh. Uh, and you can see their performance there, which I think really goes well with they're also a bald queen. Mm, so I think mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and it's amazing. You can see them in this short film for sure. sure. Uh, amazing work. Beautiful, beautiful imagery. Ugh, there's, I mean, I can't get over it. Just slide on through that Instagram and be spooked, but also entranced. Gorgeous. Highly wreck. And that's the end of my trivia. Oh, thank you so much for including all of that stuff. I I loved learning about them. So thank you for that. Yeah. All right, everybody. This is my trivia for today. I just wanted to mention that Tres Versos was an official selection at Screamfest Horror Film Festival in 2014 and the New York City Horror Film Festival also in 2014. And at the YouTube page where I, where I watched this, it said that it won the prize for best horror short or best terror short at the Film Quest Film Festival. So nicely done. So this short film was produced by Find a Story Entertainment, which it says right at the top. So I found Find a Story Entertainment. It is a Mexicali entertainment production company. And I on their Facebook, it says... We dedicate ourselves to creative production. We're, we're focused on audiovisual production, graphic design, art design, all sorts of stuff. So you can find them on Facebook, find a story entertainment. So uh, another podcast that I listened to, Horror Queers, actually covered this movie, this short film, on oh. their Micro Queers series. They do, mm-hmm. I guess, short films there. Uh, they enjoyed it. So I would recommend checking out the episode. It's not. I think not even like 10 minutes long. So head over there and listen up, everybody. Nice. And finally, I wanted to talk about Edvan Galvan, who plays Margeri. All right. Now, I really kind of had to like piece things together here. I don't have too much. Detective Atkinson. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I don't have a lot. Um. But I did find, like, he had a Flickr account where there was... I, I was like, did he take Flickr, these pictures or damn. were the pictures taken? <laughs> these great pictures. And so this... Per, he is a dancer, which is why I was like, more on this later. Yeah. Marjorie's movements make so much sense because the person who played Marjorie is, a, like, a dancer, dances kind of dancer. You know what I mean? Amazing. A dancer. Danza. So just a bit on Elvan Galvan. You can find a YouTube video at La Comidilla, which uh, it's the, the title of the video is called Elvan Galvan Bailarín en Disney. So it's like it's an interview with with Elvan. And I believe that he is a dancer at Disneyland in oh, Anaheim, shit. California. So okay. very nice. That's a hard gig to get, bro. Dude, oof, can you imagine? That you is can't just work. willy-nilly in there. You gotta fucking No, no do at it. Disney? Woo! Bro. Oh my god, can't even imagine. So I also found his Facebook page, and it says that he is a former teacher at Estudio Q, Academia de Artes Escenicas. Estudio... ¿Cómo se dice? Q. <laughs> Estudio Q. And he studied at the Escuela Americana de Danza. These are both in Mexicali. And he studied at the Centro de Danza y Producción Escénica de Baja California. And 
so okay like i said dancer i found just like a, a few teeny little things here and there but this <laughs> i had to include this for you because i don't know about this shit but i'll oh have my to God. include it for you okay so i found this from broadwayworld.com okay and it says here the SpongeBob musical <gasps> is now showing through July 31st at Garden Grove's historic Gem Theater. Garden Grove is in California. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so it presented, uh, or it like ran from June 30th through July 31st of this year at okay. the Gem Theater. And Edvan played Larry the Lobster. Oh Who's my that? God! Larry the Lobster! <laughs> That's a big deal. Uh, so there's the episode where. Uh... <laughs> There's the episode where SpongeBob rips his pants and it's uh, very embarrassing for him because Larry is at the beach and he's very impressive. Larry's a big like, oh, he's like buff, Uh, super buff. Okay. SpongeBob is See, I knew I was like, Eileen will know about this stuff. He was. He was also in, um, he played Frankenfurter in nice. uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but it was, you know, it was in Spanish, but I couldn't find where it was. I assume uh, in Mexico, but I, I cannot say for sure, but there are pictures of him as Frankenfurter that I was like, look at you. All right. Nice. So, I mean, the only advice I have for Edvan, just because I want to know more is like, Get yourself a website, unless I missed it, but I don't think I did. Get yourself a website, put that resume on there, your bio, your pictures, because, like, he is Instagram king. I couldn't even find an Instagram. Wow, yeah. I found a Twitter, but it was, like, old. Like, the last tweet, I think, was from, like, 2013. So... Uh, but I really, really enjoyed his performance in this film. So I yeah. uh, thought I would include that. And that is my trivia for today. No one knows that with a guy who almost ripped his pants. <laughs> wow. Hey, how about I ask you some questions? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Jonathan, were you scared? I said sure. I said like uh, I uh, the some of the scares didn't quite land for me. That does not detract from the film. So I said like sure, a little. How about you? Same. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. had I had a handful of jumps. Yeah, a few for, little boops. for a thirteen minute film, there was I had a boop beep boop like a good yeah. an mm-hmm. average uh, yeah. time of fear. Yeah. So yes. Uh, what was your best scare? I'll give it to the scene in the kitchen with Kathy when the lights keep turning off and it's like Kathy, mirame. That it did that did creep me out. How about you? The first whisper really I was like, because yeah. I don't know if it was in the headphones or whatever, but I was like, I no me gusta, no me gusta yeah. cuando the whisper feels behind my ears, and that's what it felt like. So I was like, and no, no, it, no, 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 no. Yeah. It was um, set up in such a way that you're like, something's gonna jump out right now, yeah. you know? Scary. But also shout out to the the very loud mirame where the table oh. runs at the poor girl. Yes. Uh, who was your favorite character? Marjorie. Even though she's a lion hoe, I was like, I loved Marjorie. She was great. So uh, she's going to take it from me. How about you? Same. Marjorie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your best line? I'll do it once more. ¿A qué se debe una llamada tan altas horas de la noche? 
Marjorie. What about you? Uh, mine uh, was just the the very last Mirame. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it was a good little in your face yeah. kind of situation. And delivered well by uh, by La by Regina. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, best death. I mean, I guess I'll give it to Marjorie. We don't see what happens, but there's a little spooky moment there at the end. So sure, I'll give it to Marjorie. How about you? I'll give it to the perhaps the suggested death of Marjorie. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Did you learn anything from the culture? No, I don't think so. Me neither. Did you? No, no, no. And out of five ooeys, how many ooeys do you give this movie? Fuck it. Five. I'm going to give it five. I thought that this was a really, really well done film. It made me laugh. It made me jump a little bit. I thought the production design was great. You know, uh, I think Vander Von Odd just nailed this project. Yeah. You know? So, uh, sure, were there things here and there that I was like, uh, this maybe a little tightening here, whatever, blah, blah. Pero, ¿sabes qué? No me importa. I had a great time with this short, so five. How about you? I gave it 4.5 just because them wigs yeah. really, I Ooh. couldn't stop looking at the wigs. It's only, <laughs> it's specifically like that 0.5 is solely on one, two, three wigs. Like, yeah. <laughs> wig. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but other than that, a delightful time. Agreed with you. God, it looked so fucking good. Again, yeah. you can see his... Well shot. Like, yes. Good, yeah. Totally. You can see their artistry all over this sweet thing. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's performances that are... Like Marjorie is over the top, but not in an annoying way and delightful. What a delightful small moment into yeah. like just <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was spooks. fun. It was yeah. fun. Totally. totally. Well, what a delight. I think we should get out of Marjorie's parlor because uh I don't know, somebody just whispered meet a man at me and I feel weird. <laughs> Plus my chair is waiting for me over in Jupiter. Um, it's ready to fly <laughs> off of from underneath our asses, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us. Happy New Year. We wish you nothing but wonderful things in 2023. What the fuck is going on here on this year? My brain cannot compute. I cannot believe it. Insane. I can't. But we are here together, you and I and us, and we are spooky in this year. We are happy in this year. We are wishing only good things. May the planet figure it out. May the people figure it out. We just need good stuff these days. And I think uh, our New Year's resolution should be kindness, uh, patience, understanding, and uh, empathy, just guys, we just need to be better. And I think yeah. um, if we can all work a little bit at, you know, trying a little bit, I think we can get there. But we've got to put in the work, okay? Everybody yeah. drink water, check in on your loved ones. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in us. I believe yeah. in us. And they that may be a little too... Uh, uh, woo woo juju but guys Fuck it. we need to we need to believe oh, somehow yeah. I believe in you and me and I mm-hmm. believe that no we will be 
Who knew that this episode was going to be so singy? (laughs) (laughs) We remind you to please subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, You can follow us in our social medias at Uykyorror on Instagram and Twitter. You can send us an email at uykyorror at gmail.com. Find every one of our films on our link tree, linktr.ee slash uykyorror. Fucking NPR up in here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to Sonoro for being the psychic parlor that holds all of our ghosts. You can follow them at Sonoro Podcast. And finally, Johnny. If there's anyone that I want to keep doing this goofy stuff all year long, it's with you. I fucking Same. love you. Fucking love you too. And we'll see you guys in la próxima semana. Adios. Adios. Uy, qué horror. Es una producción de Sonoro. Produced by Jonathan Atkinson and Eileen Clark. Edición y mezcla, Karina Riverol. Escuche Uy, qué horror en cualquier plataforma donde escuchen podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Adios. Adios. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.